another brand new episode of Take a Shelfie. It's a podcast about beer and friendship. I'm Jeff Martin, and with me as always is a man who lives and breathes that Philadelphia freedom, Matt Prince. Matt, how are you? I'm doing great, Jeff. How are you? I'm just terrific. Uh, You told me ahead of time what you wanted to talk about today, and I found an intro that worked for it. Uh, Yes, you did. Um, You know, I was just on social media the other day. And, you know, every year, I I forget this happens every year, but I, you know, every time I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, they do this. USA Today does like a, a 10 best uh, a little contest and allows people to vote for, you know, the what, all these different categories. And the one that stuck out to me, of course, was uh, Best Beer City. And uh, really, like, it was a relief when I saw that Philadelphia was on the list of potential cities that you could vote for because, you know, as we know, living in this area, it, it is a great beer city. So I thought, wouldn't it be fun uh, if we just took an episode to kind of make our plea for why Philadelphia should be the considered the best beer city in America. Now, Matt, I, I don't know if the I have not taken a look at the list of cities that are up for debate. I have, though, looked at other categories and we'll get into that. But I don't so I don't know if they include metro areas. But are you drinking a beer from Philadelphia or the metro area right now? I am drinking a beer from Philadelphia proper. Um, I picked this up yesterday. This is um, a simulator, which is a Doppelbach from Human Robot, um, which is a great newer brewery in Philadelphia, but has really, um, really kind of blended into the fabric of the Philadelphia brew scene uh, so far. So I thought, what better uh, brewery to drink from than a newer brewery that really uh, exemplifies all the great qualities of a Philadelphia brewery. And Jeff, what are you drinking today? I'm enjoying Bira de Levante from Levante uh, oh. in Westchester. So greater Philadelphia area. Uh, it, but it's a Pilsner. Um, I, I, as you know, Matt, have been trying to exhaust the beer in my home uh, and try to time it out so that it's at also at the end of our second season, which is coming up. And then maybe not buy beer for a little while. Uh, but yesterday I bought something else. I bought a car and my siblings, uh, my sister and my brother-in-law uh, went to the beer store nearby and got a whole bunch of beer and then encouraged me to build uh, a six or an eight pack and, and beer de Levante was in there. And I know this beer, I love this beer. Um, and I'm very happy to be drinking it right now. Well, that was very uh, generous of them. Oh, what a nice little way to celebrate the new car. And Jeff, you know, you, you've had the same car for so long. Um, it, it, it's a very fitting thing to do. You celebrate it a little bit. You're kind of also mourning the loss of a friend, you know, your old car. And, uh, but congratulations, cheers to a new beginning. You and your new car, I'm very excited for you. As someone who has been friends with you for a long time, um, you know, it'll be nice to see you cruising around on new wheels. Sure, but this is not a podcast dedicated to uh, re- remembrances of my 2500 Tucson. See you later, <laughs> friend. This is a podcast about beer. So let's talk about uh, this USA Today, Matt, because obviously a top 10 whatever in beer list comes out 400 times a year. Right. Um, USA Today being sort of a, a, a ubiquitous publication, um, I think it's it's good to point out when they have their list out. 
And so I'm, I'm sort of curious how Philadelphia, I'm not curious how Philadelphia made it to the list, but I'm curious based on the rest of the list that they have, they have best beer garden, uh, best beer bar, best beer label, best brew pub, best cidery and best new brewery and best small town beer scene. And none of those categories have anything from Philadelphia. So I'm just sort of curious how, I'm curious how Philadelphia made it to the list if the readers or whomever puts this list together didn't consider Philadelphia for the rest of it. Because Philadelphia has a lot of these things that are, that should be on the list. Yeah, you know, that that really ruffles my feathers, Jeff. Uh, you know, hearing that Monk's Cafe is not, you know, up for best beer bar. I mean, Monk's Cafe is the the granddaddy of all beer bars. I mean, Monk's Cafe essentially introduced our country to Belgian beer. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, a lot of people from the brewing and beer industry, they know of Monk's because Monk's was where you went to get Belgian beer, not just in Philadelphia, but anywhere. And in terms of best new brewery, I'm drinking from one. I mean, Human Robot is a brewery that's kind of daring you to not like a lager, which no breweries do. I think we've talked a decent amount, Matt, about um, Human Robot in the past on the podcast, but I want to go a step back and talk about Monks some more, because when we say that it introduced the country to Belgian beers, it's not just like Belgian-style beers brewed in the United States. It's beers from Belgium. Yeah. And, And it introduced the United States to that scene it's monks is the beer bar monks is the place where you go to find a beer you can't find anywhere else that you've never had before that's going to blow your mind right yeah and i've done it many times i've done it many times i've gone to there basically every time i've had russian river anything the first time i had it was at, at monks anytime i've had uh, anything I've had, any Roquefort, any Roqueforts, first time I had them was at Monk's. Yeah. You know, Jeff, I, I've been to Monk's probably a dozen times. Um, it was on my bachelor party, uh, tour of Philadelphia, which, you know, it was like my bachelor party, you know, it happened now almost five years ago and it was very different. You know, we, we did like a Philly brew beer tour, uh, not just breweries, but good beer bars. And it's very different than it is now because so many great breweries have opened since then. But Monk's was the one place I had to go. And I ate, we ate lunch there. I had mussels. You know, I had a pint of whatever Russian River was on at that point. I also had Monk's also has their own beer. Monk's has their own Flemish red that is canned and bottled you can get it you know elsewhere like it's distributed and it was brewed just for monks um so the fact that this is a beer bar that has their own beer and it's in the style of what the bar is that, that alone speaks volumes now before we dive even any further jeff in your mind when you hear great beer city and not just great beer city but the best beer city in the united states what would be your criteria for a great beer city. Mm-hmm. Number of great breweries. 
Because number of breweries, you know, that's that's fine, but great breweries is important. Uh, also has to have a good number of beer bars uh, and beer and beer gardens and uh, has to have a culture of loving beer, uh, you know, and I think that begets the other things. But when it stands on its own, when it's known to be a city that that embraces uh, and celebrates beer and I'm talking specifically, obviously, about Philly Beer Week, okay. which has morphed into Philly Loves Beer because it's so friggin' big that other other cities have lifted the idea. And so Philly Loves Beer has basically become the model for beer celebrations throughout the United States. So that definitely has to be on it. What else is on your list? So, I mean, you named a lot of the things that I would also name. Um, I want to point – I want to kind of point to – um, something that one of our guests said, I think it was Mike Bereski from Second Sin. Uh, him and Jake were talking about um, Philadelphia has always been a great beer city. Now it's becoming a great brewery city. And the truth is Philadelphia has always had an identity when it comes to beer. Um, you know, this has always been a city where you could come to to get great beer. Whether or not it's been brewed here or not, it doesn't, it hasn't mattered. I mean, Philly is a place where good beer ends up. Um, so I think of like the great beer bars that are here. Like I think of things like Monks, like you need your signature beer bar to be considered great beer city because that kind of sets the um, tone for everybody else. You have, I mean, I'm thinking about places like Johnny Brenda's. I'm thinking of places like, you know, other Belgian beer bars like Belgian Cafe and Eulogy. I'm thinking of Fountain Porter and Strange Loves and Tria and standard tap there are so many great beer bars that only got their start because of monks you know without monks it doesn't happen in terms of breweries yeah you need some greats but you also need breweries that are doing different things you can't just have a bunch of breweries who are all brewing hazy ipas and say that's a great beer city you know i think if you're looking for a great lager of any kind because of our brew history a lot of brewers like to brew them here so you're going to get all different kinds of styles. I mean, we've seen it at Attic, you know, what Todd and Laura are doing at Attic. Amazing beer, all different kinds of styles. We've seen it at Human Robot. We see it breweries in the suburbs like Forest of Maine that we've talked about that are tackling other styles. You also need, Matt, more than just creative breweries and breweries that challenge uh, their patrons by brewing styles that aren't in the norm. You need populist breweries. Uh, and so you need a Yards, mm -hmm. and that's what Yards does. Yards makes beer for the masses, and they do it really well. Yeah, and there's no knock on that. I mean, that, that it's an, they serve an essential need, and their Philly Pale Ale, you know, for a lot of people around here, we, we've always heard the story of what got you into beer, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. For a lot of people in this area, Philly Pale Ale fills kind of that same role. Like, it might have been the first hoppier beer you've had. Philly Pale Ale is something that everybody loves around here. I want to go, Matt, through the rest of these categories mm -hmm. and just prove that Philadelphia has a place in each of them. So I want to talk the next one. We, we've done Beer Bar. Then there's Beer City, which we're saying is Philadelphia, but that's the whole point of this episode. The next one on this list is Beer Garden. I got a shout-out. I got a shout-out Frankfurt Hall. If you were looking for a quintessential 
German beer garden slash beer hall. I mean, that's the good thing. Like Frankfurt Hall is the indoor space with the long tables and the, um, you know, the Jenga games. And you can order your big soft pretzels and your sausages, or you can go outside to the beer garden and you can play ping pong and you can hang out under the heaters. It has everything. I mean, if you've never been there, you need to go there. It's, it's just like an essential beer place. We've been there together. I wonder if it doesn't get as much love because it's sort of in the hipster area of, uh, well, maybe not even the hipster area, but sort of like the, um, the Times Square hipster area of Philadelphia, <laughs> where it's like you've got um, Barcade right there. It's on Fra- it's on um, Frankfurt or is on Second or you know it's it's yeah, up it's in Northern right. Liberties, uh, and it's you know it's got all these very popular places, but they're they're also they're hip, but they're like uber 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 popular and they're very sleek and it's sort of gentrification a little bit, but like Frankfurt Hall is amazing. A lot of breweries like Love City are essentially beer gardens. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They have their own spot. I mean, even Human Robot, which I was at yesterday, you can take your pints from them and go across the street. There's a park over there with tables that you can, that is kind of turning into, you know, they have hanging lights. It's kind of a little beer garden. Independence Beer Garden, right down by the Liberty Bell. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. What, I mean, where, how many cities can you go into the literal center of the city where there's history all over the place? and drink in a beer garden right where you know right across the street from where our founding fathers you know, if, you know did their work in fact i guarantee you there was a bar right there where the founding fathers enjoyed libations like you are drinking where where george washington drank like essentially like you're there you are you, there are places in independence beer garden where you can sit and look directly across the street at the Liberty Bell. The yep. Liberty Bell. <laughs> There's no beer garden in the world that can claim that except for that one. No. It's it, it's it's crazy. So we've Philadelphia, we've got the beer gardens. Let's talk best beer label. Because you held up your human robot beer. That's a very nice looking label. Yeah, so human robot, they have their human side and their robot side. You know, like their the human side, which is like their pilsners, their loggers, um, you know, their classic styles the robot side their splashes their hazy ipas um so their robot side their can art is very like kind of futuristic um i wouldn't even go modern it's kind of like futuristic vibes and then you look at these other cans the human side they are so vintage this one has a ram on it in the mountains yeah and it's uh you know it meets the style it meets the uh you know country that you would find this style in um, their can art's beautiful. Jeff, we've been to Attic, which also has beautiful can art, also done in kind of like a vintagey. Not not like this is more classic. The Attic is more vintage. Um, and then if you're looking for more modern uh, can art, look no further than Tired Hands and the work that they're doing. And I've got to throw Tired Hands in here because they do have a location in the city, uh, uh, St. Warner's, and there's great can art everywhere. Now, this is obviously not to disparage the people who made the list. Like, I'm looking at the cans that made the list, and there's a really cool one from Eight and Sand called Quiet Car, and it's a bunch of Belgian monks on, on a on a subway car, and it's a really cool-looking logo. And there's some very uh, – there's Bimini Bay from Tripping Animals Brewing, and it's like – that's a very tired hands-looking um, 
can with with like a squid on it. It's very psychedelic. It's very cool. Like all all the cans that made it are are cool and beautifully designed. Right. But like that exists in Philadelphia as well. The next category, Matt, is best brew pub, which means a craft brewery where there's great food, and we just said Tired Hands uh, and 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 Saint Saint Wanners. So that's numero uno right there. Yeah, and there are there are others in the city. I mean. I'm just perusing my list. You know, I have a list of great breweries in front of me. But in terms of great brew pubs, I mean, we already mentioned Yards. Yards has an expansive uh, food menu, and I've eaten there, and it's delicious. Urban Village, they have great pizza. I mean, they're churning out some fantastic pizza. Um, So there are, and, and, you know, Iron Hill. Iron Hill has a Philly location. And that is like the quintessential brew pub. I mean, that is a, a, a model that came about probably towards the late 90s. The idea that you open up a restaurant that also serves its own beer. Second District also has a, a, a really great food menu uh, and, and very good beer. Second Story Brewing in Old yep. City has really good food. Okay beer. Uh, yeah. But but very, very good food. There are a lot of places in Philadelphia where the food is made on premises by not the same exact staff, but the, the, the same family that makes the beer. And so Philly is a great city of brew pubs. Now, Matt, this next category I'm turning entirely over to you. Best cidery. Oh, so there are some great cideries in Philadelphia. Um, one that I've seen on shelves, which um, is pretty cool. Uh, I am thinking of Current Brew and Brew. Uh, Current um, is, they say it's a brewery, but it's it's a cidery. Current Cider, um, they make cider and I think they make coffee. Um, and they also have craft beer there, but... Current Cider is a Philadelphia cidery. There are also, there are other cideries and some new places in Philadelphia that are um, popping up. It's a great fermentation city. I mean, let's just be real. Um, we have, you know, original 13 Cider Works. We have Hale and True Cider. And we can't forget the fact that Philadelphia Brewing Company has their own cider, Commonwealth Cider. So if you've ever sure had Commonwealth, do. that's from a brewery. So... Best and now I'm not a big cider drinker. I'm not going to pretend to know what great cider is. If I have a cider, it's either from Shaxbury or Down East, which are both New England cideries. But they're there if you want them, and they're in hip areas, and people go there and enjoy their ciders. So I'm not sure if they where they rank among great cideries in the country. But if you want cider, it's here. So when we're talking about great brewery cities, a cider is brewed. So let's give it, it's part of the discussion. It's part of the discussion on great beer brewery cities. I think ciders need to be included in that. The next category is best new brewery. And we've already shouted out Human Robot. Uh, We've shouted out Attic. Uh, Mm -hmm. our, our, Our very good friends, two locals, have finally put their beer in cans, so I'm ready to call them one of the best new breweries in the city. Let's also let's, let's not forget like Triple Bottom. That's another great new brewery that's really come really come out of nowhere during the pandemic. They've been distributing a lot of cans because they're not open to the public. Um, 
Sacred Vice is a new brewery in the city that's been doing um, some really nice stuff and a lot of different styles. It's really cool when you see all the new breweries in Philadelphia tackle these old lagers like Zwickle beers and Doppelbox. Like, it's so cool to see that new breweries are not just opening and churning out hazies and pastry stouts and fruit sours. I mean, and we're we're just talking about things that have opened literally within the last calendar year. I mean, if we were to expand rules for new brewery, and I don't know what theirs are, I don't know what their rules are, but if we're expanded out to three, five years, we'd have pages upon pages of Philadelphia breweries to talk about. Yeah, it's 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 sort of amazing. And the last category, which is uh, not really tied directly into why Philadelphia is the best beer city. But I th- I think it supports it because Philadelphia explodes outwards into into its suburbs. Best small town beer scene. There's so many great suburban areas around Philadelphia that have amazing brewery I'm th- brewery scenes. I'm thinking specifically number one, Phoenixville. Phoenixville has incredible breweries. Root Down, Crowded Castle. Stable 12. They have a location of Conjahawken Brewing Company. Not too far away is Stickman, which I'm going to, you know, give to Phoenixville because it's sort of out there on its own. And we can't forget the original grade out there, Sly Fox. And people sleep on Sly Fox. Now, they have a new head brewer since Brian O'Reilly left and opened up Mainstay um, Independent. And, you know, they're doing they're, – they've been churning out some really nice beer, but they also – Talk about another Philadelphia era brewery that one of their main beers that people look forward to every year is a grisette that they release right now. It just came out, which is always very exciting for a Saison lover like myself. There, there are so many uh, great areas. You mentioned Phoenixville. I'm going to um, point our focus towards the main line. I know there are a bunch of talents in the main line, but Thinking about Tired Hands and their three locations in the main line, thinking about a newer brewery that's open, Tin Lizard, thinking about La Cabra and their two locations on the main line. You know, you once, I believe Jeff did like a main line brewery tour. Is that correct? Yeah, Matt, the, the Homebrew Club even at one point was thinking of taking the SEPTA Regional Rail. One of the lines just goes basically out the main line, which is why it's called that. Uh, and you, there's basically a brewery at every stop. And one more area, Matt, that I want to call out, which is actually technically Philadelphia, is the Maniunk area. They've got Attic, which we talked about, which is Germantown, but it's you know it's close if you grab at the map a little bit. Uh, Wissahickon is right there. Bald Birds has a has a location in Maniunk. Uh, there's a brand new place called Twisted Gingers that's really good. Maniunk Brewing Company has brought up some good brewers. It's it's really an embarrassment of riches in this area. Philadelphia has always been at like the epicenter of beer because you have New York, you know, an hour and 45 minutes north. You have Washington, Washington, D.C., two hours south. You've got um, a lot of uh, Boston, not too far from here, um, right along the East Coast. We we get a lot of beer. We get a lot of beer shipped here. So aside from the breweries that are here. We have seen an influx of great distribution, even more so during the pandemic. I mean, I'm going to run through some breweries here, Jeff, because I took some time to just kind of like go through what I've seen on shelves here. And it's kind of like mind blowing. Um, This is just 
some that distribute all the time, some that are just starting to distribute here, some that it's rare, but they're still here. Bissell Brothers, Tripping Animals, Grimm, Threes, Single Cut, Mass Landing, Half Acre, Weldworks, Great Notion, Equilibrium, Drecker, Battery Steel, Allagash, Russian River, Burlington, Lawson's, Ouzelfinch, Burial, The Alchemist, Prairie Artisanal, Toplin Goliath, and Maine Brewing. These are like world-class breweries from elsewhere. And I want to highlight one that you already mentioned, one that I just mentioned, Russian River and The Alchemist. For the longest time, other than Santa Rosa, we were the only place getting Pliny the Younger and Pliny the Elder. Philly was it because of Monks. Because monks of started monks. that. Like it came to Monks. And the line was when we think about like the line culture, it was nothing compared to what happens at Monks when Pliny and Pliny are on. Like it, it would embarrass those those can hype breweries, the line. It, it's insane. There was a time once when when Pliny Day came around, if you weren't in line at Monk's by 6 a.m., you weren't getting it. And, uh, yeah. Thankfully, it's uh, it's sort of evened out, but it used to be that you, you couldn't get the younger, and it still is gone within 36 hours at Monk's. I oh. once got it maybe at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock on Pliny Day, and it was a little quiet. I managed to get into the city after work. Uh, but it's, I mean, it's gone the next day. Right. And we also, and the other brewery I mentioned is the Alchemist. Over the last year or so, every two months, three months, we've seen shipments of Hetty and Focal Banger. And, yeah. and, and our friend who lives in Massachusetts, who lives in Boston area, which is way closer to Vermont, said, you guys can get Hetty and Focal way, way easier than I can. So the fact that Philadelphia is still held in that regard, that's all you need to know. Breweries hold our city in that regard. So if breweries hold our city in that regard, so should the beer fan. Right. So, I mean, that that is our pitch, listeners, for why you should go to this, this 10best.com site, which is part of USA Today. Find your way to the best beer city and vote for Philadelphia. And we've obviously talked about it a lot over the length of the podcast just because of who we are and where we live. But that was sort of concentrating all of the here's why we live in the greatest beer city in America into one podcast. And Matt, I want to take a stab without looking at the list at, at shouting out some other great beer cities. Um, Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, definitely. I'm going to go with, uh, with New York City. No, not New York City, but Brooklyn. Because New York, like Manhattan, like if you consider all five boroughs, not that great. Brooklyn concentrates it all into one amazing place. Well, Brooklyn slash Queens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so obviously, but I would think USA Today, will if they were to include New York City... New, it's just New York. City. It's just called New York City, yeah. But I'm, I'm sort of just calling out Manhattan for not having right. that great of a beer scene. Portland, Oregon, um, amazing beer city. Uh, I will count to you with Portland, Maine, also a great beer city. And I'll go all the way back to the West Coast and say San Francisco, amazing beer city. Great beer city. I'm gonna go with Boston, Mass. Great beer city. Chicago, amazing beer city. Uh-huh. Yeah, you got me there. That was my next one. I, you know, 
I don't have another one. <laughs> Denver, great oh, beer Denver. city. Oh, Denver, yeah. Uh, Fort Collins is also a great beer city. Uh, talking about on its own, like on forget, its own. Like, Fort yeah, Collins. forget Denver. I mean, Fort Collins is fantastic. And believe it or not, believe it or not, you know, for all the fact that the town and a lot of beer is run by Anheuser Busch, St. Louis is a great beer city. St. Louis is great. Uh, you know, staying in the NL Central, uh, Milwaukee is a great beer city. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee is fantastic. I, I almost spit out my beer on the staying in the NL Central. You know, are they part of the NL Central? Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh is no Pittsburgh is a great beer city. Staying in the NL Central. Yeah, staying in the NL Central. Pittsburgh. Um, should I stay in the NL Central? Cincinnati. No, Cincinnati is also. <laughs> but I think I, I think what we're saying is that there are great beer cities, and this is this whole episode is not a knock on the other cities on this list. I think this is. Uh, you know, when we go through and, and name all the reasons why our city should be voted the best, I'm sure there are two, you know, doofuses in, you know, St. Louis or two, you know, guys in Boston who are doing a podcast and they're arguing the same thing. And that's the cool thing about it is that each city has a very unique um, beer culture, a beer community, and we live in a great time for beer. And the fact that we can make these arguments and other cities can make the same arguments just speaks to the quality and the quantity of beer that we are able to enjoy at this time, which is fantastic. I hope listeners that you find this podcast to be a quality addition to the Philadelphia beer scene. Uh, even though I'm sure there's two dudes in Boston saying there's two dudes in Philadelphia who are, who are saying that their city is the best, but it's not, but we're saying go to this site and, and vote for it. Go also to wherever you get your fine podcasts and subscribe to Take a Shelfie. And while you're there, rate us five stars. It really helps with the uh, with the promotion of the podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at ShelfiePod, and you can visit us at ShelfiePod.com. Uh, that's where we post pictures of the beers we're drinking, uh, of, the, of the beers we're talking about in our episodes. When Matt goes off on rogue trips to uh, Human Robot, I find out about it through through the the podcast account where he just posts a picture. I'm like, oh Matt was at the Matt was at Human Robot. That's 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 a nice way. But we will be together again soon, Matt, where we can enjoy beers uh, in person together. And we will be together virtually with you listeners next week. That's it for this week. Until the next episode, I'm Jeff Martin. And I'm Matt Prince. Cheers.